and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture and where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am with these absolute legends of the mythological world. Now, I know a lot of you loved my little man-eater jingle from the Jorogomo episode a few weeks back and I just wanted to pay a homage to another great tune for this week's monster. Please enjoy. Mothman there's no need to feel down, I said, Mothman. Lift that man off the ground, I said, Mothman. Cause you're in a new town and there's kids to be abducted. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H, a really, really big M-O-T-A-E-H. You have big flappy wings, creepy glowing red eyes and the element of surprise. The rights of those lyrics completely go to a couple of Tumblr users who wrote this version. I found them on Yeah Yeah Bibi's Ones, so thanks for that. You can find a much better version of the actual YMCA song on YouTube with the Mothman lyrics, highly recommended. So Mothman is who our episode is on today. He's a cryptid, so kind of different from our normal monsters that we've covered. So let me tell you about them before we get into specifics about our monster of the week. Oxford Dictionary defines cryptids as an animal whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated, such as the Yeti. Other examples of these are Bigfoot, Nessie, Yowies, and even the Jersey Devil, which we looked at in our second episode. Now, Mothman, other than Nessie, is my favourite cryptid of all time. And you know why? Because he's ridiculous. And the name is so unimaginative that it just makes me laugh hysterically whenever I hear something about it. Now, Mothman is described as a five to nine foot tall man and moth hybrid with giant red eyes, massive wings and antenna included. The details of his face have never really been revealed. However, one witness who saw his face clearly could only say that it was horrible and monstrous. She went on to have horrific nightmares about him and then actually suffered a mental breakdown. Anyone who seems to get a close look at Mothman seems to suffer from extreme fear and psychological distress, sometimes lasting for months or even years afterwards. People have even said that a sense of pure evil overcame them when they saw Mothman's eyes. He's reported to have a wingspan of 10 to 15 feet wide and can actually fly up to 100 miles per hour. But no one has ever reported him flapping his wings. Apparently he just kind of shoots up into the air and can glide super fast on the wind. Despite all this, he's been said not to be aggressive towards people but will stalk and follow cars in the area he haunts. He's only ever been seen in a specific place, which is called Point Pleasant in West Virginia, USA, but he's now been reported several times in the last 60 years. Mothman has specifically and mostly been seen around what residents of the town call the TNT zone of Point Pleasant. This is basically where a whole bunch of munitions factories were in World War II, and funnily enough, they used to make TNT there. Now it's just a bunch of old hangars and it's creepily abandoned. Apparently a lot of kids hang around there in the night to look for a hookup or doing teenager stuff. Hey, I'm no snitch. I'm not going to tell you what they get up to. Jeez, snitches get stitches and teenagers are so much scarier than Mothman. Speaking of sightings, let's get into those, shall we? 
Apparently the first sighting of Mothman was when a group of five guys, not the restaurant chain, were digging around some graves in the area on the 12th of November in 1966, when they saw a brown human shape with wings fly off behind them and fly over their heads. However, this sighting was not told to the public, and the first sighting described in the media happened just three days afterwards. So the first proper reported sighting of Mothman was reported on November 15th, 1966, when two young couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet told the police that they had seen a large grey creature whose eyes reddened when the headlights of the car hit it. So they said that as soon as they went through this TNT zone, that it was shaped like a man, but bigger, maybe six and a half or seven feet tall with big wings folded up against its back. It then followed their car overhead and all the way to the highway. They actually reported this to the police and they were so frightened that the coppers did go and check it out. And obviously they didn't find anything. Now, eerily enough, the same evening, a builder called Noel Partridge was watching TV when the screen suddenly went dark. He said that the screen started making weird sounds and showing blurry pictures. In the hubbub, his dog, called Bandit, was also very riled up and started howling at the hay barn, which was about 150 yards away from the house. When Noel turned his flashlight on, he had two circles that looked like eyes staring back at him. Bandit raced off across the property, and even though they tried to call him back, he did not return. Apparently, Noel was so scared, he went back inside and slept with a gun loaded, propped up against his bed. Bandit never came back, and a few days later, Noel read about the experience that the two couples had, and in the report, Roger Scarberry said that he had seen the body of a dog near the roadside just before Mothman appeared. Another incident happened not too long after when a couple and their infant daughter were visiting friends in the neighbourhood of the TNT zone. They were heading back to their car when a figure appeared behind it. They said that it seemed like it had been lying down, slowly rising up from the ground, large and grey with glowing red eyes. They got back into the house and phoned the police, but as they did, they heard the creature walk onto the porch and saw it peering in through the windows. By the time the police got there, obviously it had gone. This story really freaks me out. I really don't like the idea of this at all. On November 24th, four people saw the Mothman flying over the TNT area, and on the morning of the 25th, it was reported that Mothman was standing in a field by the road, then spread its wings and took off, following the spectator's car down Route 62. On November 26th, a lady called Ruth Foster saw the Mothman standing on her front lawn, but he quickly flew off when her brother-in-law went to go see it. I don't know if her brother-in-law is really scary, but I think I want him around. These are a few examples of sightings, but reports of Mothman do continue to this day. Strangely enough, strange flying creatures and winged men have also been reported in many other American states, as well as in Europe, Asia and the Middle East, including a supposed sighting in Chernobyl, Ukraine, shortly before the horrific nuclear disaster in 1986. Another really sad sighting was the collapse of the Silver Bridge, a suspension bridge which connects Point Pleasant to Gallipolis in Ohio. It was built in 1928 and collapsed on December 15th, 1967, and unfortunately it killed 46 people. It's said that Mothman stood on the bridge before and after the disaster, and researchers have said that seeing Mothman might actually be a warning of a tragic event to come. Some have even said that is why Mothman hung about in Point Pleasant in the first place, as it knew the disaster was coming. The bridge collapsed as it had an issue from the day it was built and was inevitably bound to happen. Unfortunately, it took those 46 people's lives when it did. 
Mothman sightings have been associated with at least two other cryptids. They've been linked to the amazing Thunderbirds from US mythology who have grey bodies and red heads that were sighted in the same area at the same time. And <laughs> the Owlman, who is a very similar boy with wings and red eyes seen in Cornwall in the UK in 1976. We're going to cover Thunderbirds another time that, I'll be honest, there's not really much else to say on the Owlman. I'll consider making an episode about him but for now you have to live with it also in the same kind of area known as the Appalachia where a whole bunch of mountains are situated across the northeast states other big name cryptids have originated such as Bigfoot, Sheep Squash I know, I know the Brown Mountain Lights, Moon-Eyed People and the Flatwoods Monster as well as the Bell Witch Hauntings to name a few so it might just be a breeding ground for really spooky cryptid stories Mothman is most often believed to be either a crane or an owl due to the glowing red eyes and wings when you shine a light at either of these creatures, their eyes will reflect. Some sightings have even been disputed saying that they were bike lights. Some people even believe that Mothman might be an angel, demon or spawn of a blood curse placed upon the town, which some also say the silver bridge collapse is linked to rather than the structural weakness in the bridge itself. People have actually tried to hunt down the Mothman, and it's fully accepted that the TNT plant is where Mothman makes his lair. However, the area around it is made up of hundreds and hundreds of acres of woodland, and eerily a network of tunnels that they use during the war, making it pretty good for a man, who is also a moth, to get around unnoticed. Also, the wood is protected by a local wildlife charity too, or park rangers, one of whatever the states have, and a lot of the wood is inaccessible to cars and trucks, making it pretty difficult to stage a whole big Mothman intervention anyway. There also have been no photos that show Mothman, although there have been a fair share of hoaxes, including of supposedly Mothman standing on a bridge. However, it was very literally a piece of the bridge that was starting to fall off. Literally a piece of metal. Any pictures that have been taken, quote unquote, are most likely doctored, or they're just made for artistic purposes. But I would highly recommend checking them out anyway to see how he would look if he existed in real life. Before we even start with the media in this case, I've just got to say that Mothman is one of the most popular cryptids in the world. I'd not heard of him until my late teens, but considering what a sleepy little town he comes from, he's really quite famous. You can put him up there with the Bigfoots and the Nessies of the world, I think, especially within the millennial and Gen Z generations. Okay, but firstly, Art, if you just Google Mothman, you will find a million and one amazing independent artists drawing Mothman by content creators all over the world. But in terms of official stuff, and hold on to your hats for this one, there is a full-size statue of Mothman in Mount Pleasant. And even better, people hysterically leave offerings to it sometimes. I've seen cans of beans with chantings of beans, 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 being given to Mothman on TikTok. It's a 12 foot tall metallic statue created by sculptor Bob Roach in 2003. Honestly, Google it, please. It's hysterically funny that it even exists. I'll put a photo on the Twitter too. Now we're gonna talk about something a little odd for this section, but it's 100% worth talking about because Point Pleasant actually holds an annual Mothman Festival every year. Legit, I'm not pulling your leg. They held the first one in 2002 and it's been going ever since with more and more people coming each year. The town thought this would be a great way to bring in tourism and it definitely worked. 
The average attendance for Mothman Festival is estimated to be 10 to 12,000 people per year. The festival is held on the third weekend of every September with panels, speakers, exhibits, pancake eating contests, and even hayride tours of apparent sighting zones. This sounds like my kind of festival, to be honest. I would totally destroy that pancake eating competition, and I would 100% dress as Mothman. In addition to this, the Mothman Museum and Research Centre opened in 2005, which is basically a massive museum dedicated to all things Mothman. They even have a shop with souvenirs. Now this next bit is my favourite fact, and you may have seen this last year, but in June 2020, during the BLM protests and the worldwide tearing down of famous racist statues, there was a petition going round for all the Confederate statues in the US to be replaced with Mothman ones. As of the time of recording, which was Monday the 3rd of May, it has nearly 20,000 signatures, count my own as one of them. I'll pop the petition in the description of this episode if you wanted to add your signature. I genuinely think this is a good idea. Let's tear down all racist statues and let's replace them all with Mothman, because who doesn't love Mothman? Okay, okay, Erin, enough with the fangirling. Let's talk about actual media. So movie-wise, you've got an actual movie based off of Mothman called The Mothman Prophecies that came out in 2002 with Richard Gere and Laura Linney. I'll be honest, I've not seen it, but it does have a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 52%, so I'm not entirely sure if it's worth it. But if you're super into Mothman, then why not, right? It's based on a book of the same name written by John Keel. The book is apparently much better, so I'd probably advise reading this rather than watching the movie. In TV, he's in Monsters and Mysteries in America, which I actually watched for the first time a few weeks ago. Mothman is actually mentioned in the first episode by some guys that were hanging around the TNT zone. He's also in the same kind of show called Mountain Monsters, where they try and hunt these kind of monsters down. And lastly, there's a documentary called The Mothman of Point Pleasant from 2017, which is a retelling of the couple's story I told towards the beginning of this episode. Amazingly, I can actually add one of my giant passions and knowledge bases in life, which is Batman, because the Batman TV series was actually quite massive at the time. This was Adam West vintage era Batman. And one of the Batman villains, definitely more of a forgotten one due to his quote unquote powers, is Killer Moth. Real name, Drury Walker. He's described in the comics, the older and more comical ones at least, being in a ridiculous Adam West style moth costume with a garish green, purple and orange jumpsuit. With this, he also has a cocoon gun and has a whole bunch of moth pun gadgets such as the Mothmobile and Moth Signal. Honestly, it's brilliant. I don't know. Oh, it's just amazing. However, in the later, grittier DC comics, he has the appearance of an actual sentient man-sized moth who can fly, has superhuman strength, agility and endurance, and a bulletproof exoskeleton. The worst power, and probably the best, is that he can secrete a people-dissolving acid from his bod. How lovely. Sorry, back to actual Mothman. Due to the popularity of this at the time, it's often considered the inspiration for Mothman's actual name, although it is utterly uninspired. It's Moth and Man put together. Video games wise, there's not that much, but he is in Fallout 76 if you've played that, or you can play as Killer Moth in all the Batman Lego games, or he makes a tiny debut in Batman Arkham Asylum, and you can see his victims cocooned up in the botanical gardens. 
I have two book recommendations for this week. The first being Mothman, The Facts Behind the Legend by Jeff Walmsley, and the second being Mothman and Other Curious Encounters by Lauren Coleman. They're both really great, and don't get me wrong, you can find other books with Mothman in, but these two are the best specific ones. Or you can read the Mothman prophecies, as I said earlier. Now it's time for Do I Think It Existed? I'm not too sure about this one. I really, really, really want to believe he's real, but I'm going to say no. Although the thought of a giant man-moth hybrid sounds ridiculous, it also sounds pretty terrifying. Could you imagine something like this being real? I just imagine, like the Jersey Devil sightings, this one has been misseen and mistook for many other creatures. However, I'm not sure what other creatures could lay about in the woods that look kind of humanoid to that size. However, it could just be owls or cranes, as people have said, or maybe just a bear standing on hind legs. I don't know. But yeah, I'm pretty glad, although as I said earlier, you can go and see the statue in Point Pleasant and maybe get the closest you can to a real-life Mothman or attend the convention and look at loads of people dressed as him. I'm certainly not going to judge you. Oh my god. That was a little bit amazing. Mothman is so ridiculous and I think he is honestly one of the best cryptids out there and I just thoroughly enjoy anything about him even if the idea creeps me out the tiniest bit and I'm not even scared of moths. Also, I'd just love to give a quick shout out to the fabulous artist creator this week, Leon Gardner, who makes the cutest merchandise with some of the monsters and cryptids we've covered or are yet to cover, including stickers, plushies and clothing. I've got a Mothman plushie on order and I'm so, so excited. Hopefully I'll have it by Thursday and I'll pop a picture on the Instagram. You can check out their stuff on Depop or Redbubble at linktree slash Leonion or follow his Instagram at Leon Lion Man. Now next week we're heading back to Scotland and Scandinavia to look at the shape-shifting seal maiden Selkies. I love me a water-based monster I do so I'm looking forward to this one. Come dive in with me next Thursday. For now, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave it a rating on the service you're listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next. And I'd love to hear from you. The Twitter is at MythMonstersPod or the Instagram is at MythMonstersPodcast. Or you can email me old-fashioned styly on MythMonstersPodcast at gmail.com. And please share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. Let's get this word out there. I've seen so many people from across the world come and listen. And I just want more because I'm greedy and I want to talk to you all. But for now, stay spooky and I'll see you later, babes. <laughs>